up, cool safe chicks? It's your girl Day. I'm Denisa. This is Lauren. And I'm Ayana. And you're tuned into Saved Girl Secrets. Hey y'all. What's hey. Up? Hey. Listen, all the teeth, Lauren. What is them teeth? It was like a smile, but not a smile. I don't know what that was. It's always a smile. For those of you who are listening to us but cannot see us, Lauren just gave you all of her pearly white. So I'll give it to you again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loving your teeth. All right. So today we are talking about breaking up to make up. And I know what you're thinking. I know exactly what you're thinking, but this ain't even that. What we're talking about today are friendship breakups. And like, if you can actually bounce back from them. So today's episode is brought to you by a follower of ours who slid into our DMs with this topic. And I'm actually, I think I should actually read what she wrote. What y'all think? I think I should read part of it so that they have a good idea of where our good sis was coming from. So she wrote, and I'm going to keep her name private just in case she don't want y'all in her business. But she said, um, I think we all know of rumors or beefs that friends have had back in the day. Seeing a group of people reconcile was so beautiful to me. I'd love to hear an episode about healing friendships, specifically the work it takes for both parties to put their differences aside and make a conscious effort to rebuild the friendship. Also, do y'all think a friendship can ever fully bounce back after a falling out? So, I mean, that was a loaded question. I guess I'll start with, have you and your friends ever broken up? And if you did, did you bounce back from it? So I guess we'll kick it off from there, the breakup portion. I can start. Um, Yes. (laughs) And (laughs) the latter part of the question is yes and no. I've had Mm -hmm. some friendships that have been able to kind of reconcile differences. And then I've had other friendships where we just maybe time has passed or like we've relocated. And so the urgency or importance of kind of rekindling the friendship just never happened. Um, I'm a type of person though. I can like count on one hand, how many people where they they get no love when they see me. None. Oh, wow. <laughs> but that's but, not surprising because you've said that before. Like, I'm not going to pick the phone. They like I don't it. like you, I don't like you. You're right. If I don't like you, I don't like you. Huh? Were they friends, friends, or they were just like acquaintances? Some of them were acquaintances and some of them were friends. Yeah, well, not, uh, not a whole lot of them were friends. But I say all that to say that for the most part, I'm a pretty chill person. Like I'm pretty like down to earth, cool. Like if you rub me the wrong way, I'm gonna let you know it. And then I'm gonna kind of move accordingly. I But a lot of times when I move accordingly, I still like, it's still all love if I see you. Like, you know, it's still I'll throw up a hand. I may even roll my eyes, but that's still acknowledging your presence. You know what I'm saying? So... <laughs> So, you know, like, I don't mind doing that, but there are like, like I said, about a handful of people, they get no love. You are ghost Casper to me if I ever see you out in these streets, but that's not, you know, I've forgiven them. And I think that's a reconciliation too, is me deciding how I'm going to move forward. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, for the most part, I think I, I do well with like rekindling it, but I will say the, the journey of getting to a point where I'm like, opening myself up again to friendship is tough for me. It's not something that happens immediately. Um, when you after say that, do you mean, uh, I was going to say, do you mean new people or do you mean like the person who you broke up with? But you, you kind of got to that. Yeah. I mean, anybody, 
So it's like it's it's literally it's a it's a process for me. Like it's it's a strong process. And I realize the reason is, is because I'm so loyal. Like mm-hmm. I'm such a loyal person. Like even all my friends be like, Lauren, you are so loyal. I am. Like I am so loyal. But you try me. <laughs> <laughs> I got a question. So because they I guess asking or thinking about the breakups. What extent does it take for a friendship breakup? Mm. Like, I guess, how far the per- does the person have to go? Like what? And I don't want, of course, you know, we don't have to divulge any details of any breakups or anything. But what situations or, you know, scenarios would, I guess, warrant a breakup? Warrant a, like, listen, you're dead to me. Ooh. Yeah. I think a lot of time that results from like a lack of respect for a person, Mm -hmm. like, or I began to really see like your true heart. And what I mean by that is like, sometimes you can be doing so much for a person. And then when it's their opportunity to do for you, they don't show up. And, um, you know, their reason for showing up is a lot of times they kind of like throw it back on you. (laughs) Like as if you did something wrong for them not showing up. And for me, that's like, that's always a problem. But like, if you just, a lot of times it's just disrespect, you know, and I'm a type of person where in the past, I wouldn't call people out on it. Like, you know, they would, they would do it and it would be a pattern. And then I I know how I would feel in the end, but you know, I got, when I got to that place where I, I, (laughs) I realized my voice and I was telling people how I felt. A lot of times because I realized because it was such a buildup and because I had not like expressed it in the past, when I finally released, I release. And then I'm like, and I'm done with you. <laughs> you know? So um, I don't I definitely don't go through that process anymore. I kind of let you know ahead of time. But best believe when I let you know, I'm also letting you know I'm watching you like. Like you in other words, this yeah. Like in other words, I just I just caught a glimpse of something I didn't like. Tried it again. I'm not like a three times the charm, and I'm out. It's like I'm gonna give you two times. Like my mama say, first time is on you. Mm. (laughs) Second time is gonna be on me, and I ain't giving a third time. That's just me because I just really feel like, and like I said, this does not happen a lot concerning me, but it's just sometimes people are just really entitled. Like, that's the word that I would give it. Like a lot of, I've met a lot of really entitled people that just don't realize that when you do things for them, you're doing them out of the kindness of your heart, you know, or are you really like, I'm a person, I'm a giver. I love to give. And that's just an expression of my love. But don't think that like, that's something that, you know, you could just take advantage of when you choose to, like, that's not cool. You know? And I tell people, I say, you know, when I start doing you on you, you don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but you know, I don't know if this is really, this doesn't sound like I'm reconciling anything, but <laughs> I promise you I am. <laughs> mm. That's, I mean, that's your truth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand. I understand. Oh. I thought Denise was about to say something, but I was going to say to Ayana's point, I mean, I guess I agree with Lauren, like in terms of most breakups, it's been like either respecting or just not seeing eye to eye. It's kind of like me and anyone who I've had a friendship breakup with. It's just we weren't on the same page. We had different levels of expectation from the friendship that 
um, were irreconcilable. Is that a thing? Like when you divorce a person, irreconcilable differences? Yeah, like yeah. that. Like it's just we just could not get on the same page. And I think that when it comes to friendship and you're in that space where it's like you have a viewpoint and they have a viewpoint, but you can't meet on your viewpoints, it becomes exhausting because it's almost like you're always walking on eggshells because y'all aren't agreeing on whatever it is. So um, for me, I feel like any friendship breakups that I've had have been in that space. So. Okay. Do so, you have to though? Do you have to agree? I don't think that you always have to agree as friends, but I think that if there's a situation that happens and you feel one way about it and they feel one way about it, but there's no way to reconcile the differences of how you feel. So, okay. So an example, not an example for me, but an example that I feel like I hear in friendship breakups often is a birthday dinner. It's like, I don't know what it is about birthday dinners. But when it comes to like birthdays and stuff like that in friendships, say like you have a friend and you show up for them and you always get them something for their birthday and you go out of your way to make sure like their big milestones are like huge or whatever it is. And then your turn comes around and they literally like don't show up, don't call, don't, you know, give you an excuse beforehand like, hey, I was trying to make it, but my mama car broke down or something like that. Like nothing, like you don't hear from them on the day of your such, you know, event or whatever. And then a day later, it's like, Hey, where were you? And it's like, Oh, you know, I was just having a really rough time. I had a really long day. We could do something together by ourselves or something like that. And it's like on that person's side, they're saying like, I needed a moment for myself. And even though it was your birthday, I needed a moment for myself. And on the other side, the person is saying, but this was a day that was about me. And as much as I show up for you, you should have showed up for me. And I think that with some people, there may never be a meeting of the minds about some instances like that, where it's just like, you can't see their viewpoint and they can't see yours. And then it's very difficult to like move past that moment in time. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. What'd you say, Denisa? Oh, I was asking if you were about to say something. No, I just said it's weird, though. Like, I don't know. Because I've heard the scenarios before. And first of all, that'd be like the biggest debate on social media. Like somebody always complaining about a birthday dinner or something. Like I even saw a video a few days ago where this girl was saying that she, uh, you know, she gives her family elaborate gifts and all of that for their birthdays. And she got napkins and a spray bottle in a baby shower uh, gift bag for her birthday. And her sister said that she was being ungrateful for complaining. When you say napkins, you mean like the kind you used to eat? Like, I mean, like, you know, the like, you know, the pretty Kleenex. Um, like if you have like the Kleenex uh, napkins for your purse and they have like the designer type fold and all of that. Y'all ever seen that? Oh, I have. I have. That some. is absolutely not a birthday gift. But okay. It's not. Right. She has a right to be mad. She definitely has a right. I agreed with her. But I was just like, I think it's. I'm like, dang, we all making the same. <laughs> I don't understand it. That's why I said it's weird to me because I'm like, we, I would feel terrible to treat somebody like that. It, unpopular opinion, okay? Unpopular opinion. Just like 
it's it's been a whole conversation to properly vet men and properly vet your job and properly vet you should properly vet your friends because if mm, i'm being his family she said it was her sister it, sister or not if you if that's how your sister operates you know your sister true right true. and i i can speak to this because similar to lauren i'm just a giver in my nature and i've had to come to realize like I even have to be responsible with my friendships because once I'm attached to somebody like y'all, you won't have to let me go because I'm not going anywhere. And for my mental health and my peace, it's it's my responsibility to whoever I I allow in my space spiritually. Like I'd be letting y'all know hot pipe and tea, not no cute little thing you get at the store that's sold. Like I let y'all know personal intimate information and I go above and beyond for my friends. I don't, there's not a question in my mind that my friends would do the same for me. So I feel like in certain situations, like that's probably not your, her sister's first time showing up like it's that. Not, I, 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 doubt why, it. I mean, why I, her sister yeah. up like that? I'm going to keep it a book. You know why her sister showed up like that? Cause she allows it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and personally, like, we, we want to have these conversations, but I, I had to learn myself, like, you know, you can't have this weighted expectation for people to show up for you like you do for them if that's never been a conversation. Like, yeah. because, one, you could be in a space where you're financially able to show up consistently for someone in a way that doesn't hurt your pockets. And to you, it's just, oh, this is just what I do. And to them, it's like, man, I could never do that. But maybe they're not on that level yet. It's so many different components to that. So I, I don't like to have like a blanket conversation as to, you know, like, oh, it could be this because it can be anything. We all go through things. But yeah. it is your responsibility to vet your friends. And in the moment, just like Lauren said, the moment you see them showing up for you in a way that you deem unacceptable and you know is really not how you want to be treated, have that conversation. And if that's your friend, you should be able to. But going back to Charday's conversation about like irreconcilable differences where you just can't can't get on the same page. I I feel too like I, I've been there and eventually we got on the same page. So it, it may be a situation where it's 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 like growing pains or Ayana, what you call friendship advancements, where you're in a situation where your your conversation or your friendship, what which what got y'all through when y'all were teenagers and when y'all was popping and clubbing in 20s. And I mean it's a different space right now. So it may require extra effort. I don't mm. think it's a cookie cutter, like, oh, you know, this is how it should look. Yeah. So when we have these conversations, it's kind of like I haven't seen it all. Yeah. So I'm always kind of like, ah, ah. I get it, but no, like I get it, but no, I get I it, but that. I mean, I, I agree. And I, I love that you're like, you know, just take accountability. Cause I feel like when people are in those scenarios, they're not taking accountability for their, their decisions for what they allow in certain things. Cause it's like, if you're not liking or agreeing with certain things, you should communicate even to your sister or your cousin or whoever it is that, Hey, like, I feel like it's one-sided or I feel like, you know. Because to be real, like, and I know our listeners, I, they listening. So we know y'all talking to them about somebody that you want to go on a date with, somebody that you sending pictures like, oh, this is what he looked like. You sending all this other stuff, but you can't communicate to your friend. Hey, sis, we need to have a conversation. Like on real talk, you know, this is a little different for this us. how I and, feel. Yeah, like, I mean, because we talk about everything. So you should be able to have those kinds of conversations. Yeah, I love that, Denise, the whole vetting of your friends. And I think 
you know, going back to what you and how you started in response to Ayana, it made me also realize that just because somebody is your family member, that does not make them a friend. And I think that there are moments where we put people into a friend category just because we've known them for a long time or just because they may be a family member. But just because you are my blood, you are my sister, you are my such and such, it does not automatically mean that you're my friend. It doesn't automatically mean that I'm sharing like intimate details of my life with you. And so that vetting process is a vetting process for everybody. And I love that. That that was good. Yeah. You literally took the words out of my mouth because I was just about to say some of the greatest tests of your faith is your family. Like that's real talk. Yeah. Because it's like they lean on the fact that they know that they're related to you, you know, to do certain things. And some of the greatest arguments I've had has been amongst, you know, people that our family that I thought was like our relationship was just different, you know. And yeah. so I, it's, it's a challenge. Like when it comes to your family, it is such a challenge. But I realized for me, like in those instances where I have been able to reconcile, it's been tough. Yeah. It's been really, really tough. But usually there is some aspect of glue that keeps us connected, whether we want to or not. If the glue could be us meeting up every Thanksgiving. You can't sit at the Thanksgiving table and be mad at somebody the whole time. Yeah. Like you fling you're like literally like forced to talk about it. Okay. Or the glue may be another family member that's like, y'all need to get this together. You know, but <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the way she jumped. <laughs> but um <laughs> that is not Zoe's first time showing up on Save Girl Secrets. <laughs> but um I say all that to say like sometimes it is like your family is like, who that is like the greatest chest of your faith, like God, like why they had to be family. <laughs> like why, why did they have to be family? Cause I would handle this a whole lot different. <laughs> yeah. yeah, girl. Zoe was agreeing with you. She was like, that's right. That's exactly it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I'm glad you mentioned that because honestly, that was the first thing I thought about when y'all brought up the circumstance. I was like, this family member, whatever. <laughs> Praise the Lord, saints. Yes, exactly. That was maybe good, that's that. the next episode. Uh, what'd you say, Denise? Maybe that's the next episode. How do you deal right. with how do you deal with how family? How do you deal with family? <laughs> Literally, how do you deal with family? Question right. Mark. No, really, that's that's a question. Question, right? I was going to say, but I think you moved right on into the next part, which is for the friendships that you do reconcile, like what does the path look like? And I, I figure you, you know, what you said, Lauren, was like some things you just can't work around, which like, okay, you do Thanksgiving every year, which I think is good for if it's a family member who's also a friend. But for friends, like you said, Lauren, you were like, you know, there's some people you move away. And it's just like, well, <laughs> baby, I'm gone. I mean, unless you come in to find me on my doorstep, it's, you know, what are you going to do? So, I mean, what do you guys think in terms of just like that path to like rekindling what that friendship was? I think if I had to kick it off or start out, I would say maturing because I feel like when you're not mature, you don't have to Denise's point, like the tools to be able to communicate and say, okay, this is the issue. And like, you know, Denise has said, you can talk about everything else, but if you can't communicate how you're feeling about someone to that person, I think that that's always an issue of maturity. So for me, I think 
Um, if you're trying to reconcile a friendship or a situation that you thought was a really, really good friendship, I would pray about just maturing, like, Lord, mature me, show me myself. Like what, what is it within me that is something that needs to be uprooted? Like, and show me myself, like, am I selfish? Am I not being understanding? Am I not being patient? And also show me the other person, like, is what I'm seeing really who they are? Is there something behind that, that I'm not seeing? So, and I feel like all of that comes with maturing. So I feel like it has to be mutual. Of course, you know, that's a given, but like, it has to be said, like it has to be mutual because you might want healing. And this is like, especially in response to the the letter, let's say there's a situation that you want healing on. Does the other person want that type of friendship healing or are they willing to take account be accountable for their i guess their participation in the downfall you know i think that's the biggest thing that i've seen because i've been in instances where i like lauren it has to be like a certain it has to be some things you didn't did for me to complete you completely cut you off. There are some people who I'm like, I don't, I don't care if I ever talk to you ever again. If I see you, I might. What do those people do? What are those things? Disrespect. <laughs> I just want to see. I want the truth. It's like blatant disrespect. No, it's not right. like no, it's not like no subtle disrespect. It's like you just disrespected me. Yeah. I mean, I think there's some things you can't bounce back from. Like you can't bounce back from speaking or, or being disrespectful when it comes to someone else's significant other or spouse. I don't think that you could ever, 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 ever bounce back. Um, from that. Okay. So I feel like I can. Or, or what are some non-negotiable, non-bounce back things, I guess? Okay, I can speak. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking about like a particular situation in my head when it came to, um, okay, so let's say the scenario is someone uh, talking about you or whatever, you know, I yeah, it, like, because I had certain scenarios where I found out that people were saying certain things behind my back and it was like, it, it became like a weird mob mentality in a way, like instead, like they had an issue and I was like, and it was weird. Cause I'm like, I don't have an issue. I didn't know we had an issue, but they had an issue and it became mob mentality to where, Oh, every person that they talked to, it was like trying to get them on their side. And it was, it wasn't even like big deal stuff. Like, it, it was, it was stupid. Something like that. I don't know if I could trust you anymore mm-hmm. because I'm like, first of all, the particular situation or whatever it went, I wouldn't even say it was a situation, the particular whatever's it wasn't even, it, it didn't require that it didn't, it, what, what could have just happened was a conversation and I could talk to you about, okay, well, the reason why I might move this way or do this, or I might've answered you this way is because of this, 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 and this, and it could have been resolved, but instead it was like a snowball effect. And years later, I'm like, listen, it's honestly just something wrong with you <laughs> because the certain, like is one person in particular that I'm thinking about, they've literally done that to other people. So with doing that to other people, I'm like, oh, I'm not the problem you are. So with that, I'm like, okay, well, I don't ever have to talk to you again. Like, we good. 
So those are the, that's, that's for me. And that's really me protecting my peace. If I do talk to you, my relationship still won't be the same, you know, because we weren't super close to begin with. Now, if it's somebody that I was close with and that I actually, I hate to say it like this, but care about like that, like (laughs) that I like, I like, I love this person. Like I care about y'all. If we were to fall out, I want to know, I want to have a conversation. Like, what's up? How can we resolve whatever we need to resolve? Maybe it was a misunderstanding on your part, my part, and we come together and get some understanding on this. But if you're not even in my outer court, <laughs> per se, I don't care. But if you're like inner court holies of holies, we're going to have a conversation. Like we're going to sit down and we're going to talk and we're going to try to work through this. And so I feel like it's all about, and, and especially if you would like to work through it too, you know, like if you're willing to work through it, cool, you know, but um, I don't, I personally don't feel like everything, everything don't need healing. <laughs> every, every relationship doesn't need, like, I, I don't know, like, I feel like people just want too many friends. Like you want to be in agreement or be happy with everybody. And I'm like, sometimes you just, it's okay. Like some people there is seasons and it's not me being like mean or anything, but some, some situations are seasons, but then there are people that are lifelong friendships. Like y'all have seen me through two births. Y'all know my ins and outs. Y'all knew when I was in the hospital, before anybody else knew, I was like, y'all, uh, she's coming early. Like, that's to me a lifelong friendship. Even if we don't talk every day, we're going to figure out how to maintain this. But if you never knew that I was in the hospital for a week with my second child, oh, we good, girl. I don't need to talk to you ever again. We, we were supposed to be talking about how do you, well, what you do to get on the path for the ones you do want to reconcile. She, I mean, she said that, but I think she yeah, added to it. Yeah. She and said, she said it's a choice. Some people just don't need to be saved. That's what she's saying. No, so, I'm saying, right. Right. don't I save her. She don't I, don't <laughs> I put it in different categories because I'm like, I feel like, you know, I don't know. I just, I look at certain relationships and I'll be sitting there like, why are you forcing it? Like you're stressing yourself out too much, forcing something like that person, that person don't care about you. Like Mm. they don't. And I'm sitting there looking at them, looking at you like, girl, they don't care. Stop. Like Mm. just stop stressing yourself out for no reason. So I don't know. It's just... You know, I'll say to that, Ayana, that's a tough conclusion to come to, Mm -hmm. you know, is that someone doesn't care about you, especially when you've cared for them. And I think for me, that's a lot of times, you know, for me, I know that has been a result as to why I've pulled away from people, because I feel like the things I do show so much, like how much I care for you. And then it's like in this small instance, this is how you react. Like you just show me you never cared. You know, and, and I, I think for I just, I just want to make sure I know I'm not being heartless because I know for no, me, I don't oh, think no, so. We don't think that. Okay. I, don't think that. I know, like, no, all yeah. vulnerability, even instances where it was acquaintances and my feelings got hurt. I cried. Y'all know I'm a crybaby. My feelings were hurt. 
because I'm like, what did I do to deserve that? Right. I ain't do nothing. I didn't treat yeah. you nowhere. I I have had my, just open arms. I've welcomed people into my home who ain't had no business in my house. Mm. And mm. for them to do certain things, you know, so it's like for my safety and my sanity and to keep my peace, I've I've had to kind of switch up how I move because I'm like, listen, I'm in a certain place in my life. I don't, I don't want to be crying over people no more like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's been hurt too much. So I'll, yeah. I'll say I'll take it from two different sides. The first will be like the reconciliation route. And of course, if you are a longtime listener, then you've heard of Sierra. Sierra is the friend that I definitely broke up with and we reconciled. And I think the path to that reconciliation looked like, and I don't know which one of y'all mentioned it, but just continuing to like try. I think it was Denisa where she was like, sometimes you don't see eye to eye and it sometimes just takes time. Mm -hmm. And over the course of time, you really do like kind of get back into, even if it's not the same flow, because you're, we grow, we evolve, we become different people. You're, you're of course not going to be the same girl you were in high school, the same girl you were in college. Like you become a grown woman at some point and you're just a different person. And I think like with me and Sierra, when we broke up, you know, around like right after college, getting back to that good space or bouncing back for us looked like continuing to check in even when it was uncomfortable. Um, and it may not have been a, oh, we talk every other day or whatever. And now we may only be reaching out once a month, but you know, we're going to, we're going to test the waters and dip our toe in and say, well, let me girl, how you doing? You know, girl, how your mama in them? And I think that you know, the other thing that gets you back into that flow or bounces you back when it comes to friendships like that. And I hate to say this, but tragedy. I feel like when you have a friend who has seen you similar to what Ayana was saying in so many different phases of life, there are certain people that when horrible things happen in your life, when traumatic experiences take place, those are people that you have a level of like comfort with. And for whatever reason, like those major, maybe not trauma, major life situations cause you to rekindle friendships where you can recall feeling safe in that space. And so I think for me and Sierra, there were a series of like events, life events that made me say, oh my God, like I couldn't imagine going through this without her. You know what I mean? Just thinking back and saying like, wow, there are so many moments, good and bad, that we've had together, that we've gotten each other through, that I can't imagine these moments without her. So I think that if you're in a situation where you want to bounce back with a friend, I say keep the door open on the friendship, even if it doesn't look exactly like what it used to look like. So that's that space, the the bounce back situation. The other side, I have- Keep the door cracked. <laughs> I said you got to open it all the way. Just keep it cracked. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No. Okay. No. Um, the other one, and I feel like y'all kind of know about this situation where I had I had a friend that I was really close with, and it wasn't even an irreconcilable difference type of thing. I think it was like a showing up for me type of thing. And to Lauren's point, I was just so shell shocked at like whoa, like you really kind of just dropped me and just, you didn't, you didn't show up for me. And it, and it hurt to, I honestly, the only one shell shocked. I think we all like, just did it. Yeah. I wasn't shocked. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my gosh, Lauren. Um, I told you. Lauren, <laughs> I thug for real. Right. But I mean, yeah, I was shell shocked. I was shell shocked because I felt like, to Lauren's point, this was a person I had shown up for. And also, I mean, of course, y'all know me and we've had conversations. We we almost, what, three years into this podcast, y'all. This is, y'all been knowing our life for a little while now, you know. Yes. And, you know, being three years in, one of the things that I've talked about on previous podcasts was feeling like I wasn't the best friend. Like that was a space where I wanted to grow. Like I wanted to be able to show up. I wanted to be able to say like, hey, girl, let's go grab dinner or let's go to brunch and do different things. And now, you know, I, I always look at Denisa and I'm so in awe at how much of a girl's girl she is. Like Denisa, when she says she's a girl's girl, like Denisa is very much like, girl, let's meet up. Let's link up. Let's do this. Let's do that. And that was not my personality. But with this person, she was one of the very first people that I said, you know what? I want to be that friend that like shows up that when you call me and you've had a rough day and you got tears in your eyes, it's like, hey, girl, let's go to our spot. Let's do such and such and such. And that's what I was for a long time. In my mind, it was it was it was a long time for me. Okay, I'm say that. And, you know, when the time came around for it to happen for me, it just wasn't there. And I think that I, I, I left the door cracked, as Lauren said, I cracked the door and I think I had to get to the point where I realized you don't want to come in and that's okay. That's okay. And I think that what that says about the bounce back is if a relationship or a friendship is worth bouncing back, that person will peek in through that little crack. If, if that's a relationship that's worth saving for them too. And if it's not, then they're going to allow the door to slowly close. And that will be what it is. So I'm sorry. I feel like I was just rapping. But. No, that was good. Because, I, I mean, I can relate to almost everything you said. Like, for me, I, I too, have, you know, had conversations on the podcast about my friends. Um, and we actually just took our first international girls trip this past, like, April. So it was so refreshing, you know, to, to be like, wow, we almost didn't even make it here. Like, when I think about, like, this trip wasn't going to happen a few years back. Like, this was not the road or the path that we, you know, I I could see us on. So whenever you speak of, um, like, how you said life events, you know, you were talking about tragedy. Also, Joy, like, one of my really good best friends ended up, when she got pregnant, it was like, okay, you know what? Like, I am not going to not be there for you. And so we're talking, you know, like, this, this is stuff we talked about when we were kids, like when you, when you have kids. So it it's one of those situations where, for me, I had to learn that um, Ayana says she's a very sensitive person. I am a very emotional person in the moment where if it happened, oh, I'm on 10. So I know for me, if I'm quiet or not responding, it's because if anything comes out of my mouth, it's not going to be the right thing. So when dealing with friendships, I learned to, you know, like I got to take the emotional side out of it and look at it from all perspectives. And because I am such a vocal person and I am like, oh, this is how I feel. This is everyone's not like me. And it took me a long time to realize that my friends may be like that with me because I probably pulled that out of them, but that might not be their their nature. 
So learning my friend's nature and how they communicate, how are you outside of our friendship? Like you could be one way with me because I draw this out of you and because we draw this out of each other, but what's your personality outside of me? And taking all these things into perspective and just like taking a step back and just being, leaving the door open because I ain't going to close it. Just like, you know, Sharday said, I, I know. Said, I, crack. I, I saw your face, Lauren. Crack. I saw your face. Right. But I don't leave it open. If it closed, I have so much peace because it closed because you let it close. I'm gonna ask for some wind. Lord send Augusta wind. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Lord Jesus. You saying Augusta wind, you know, like, like, oh, I asked God to remove my enemies and I started losing friends. Saying <laughs> like I did, I asked God to remove my friends. Y'all and they, seen the meme where they said I asked God to remove everything fake and a ponytail fell off. <laughs> I'm sorry, they ain't had nothing to do with this. That Go was ahead, synthetic. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have prayed no prayer like that. No one I asked. <laughs> right. I wouldn't have prayed. No, you that. buying synthetic. Right. If it was real, it'll stick. <laughs> right. But yeah. uh, truthfully, yeah, some, some friendships just aren't worth it. Some friendships just aren't worth it. And I know that's a hard pill to swallow, but it and I have one friendship where it was just like, it's just not worth all of that. It's not. I don't have the yeah. energy to even I don't. I can't. And so, yeah. you know, had to go. And that sometimes will be how it is, too. And that's OK. Amen. I want to add one last thing. Um, and I literally read this this morning. It comes from Proverbs 19 verses 11. And it says sensible people control their temper. They earn respect by overlooking wrongs. And I wanted to bring that scripture to, you know, the surface is because I've realized that sometimes when rekindling friendships, you have to be okay with them not apologizing. Hmm. Like you have to be okay with them not admitting their wrongs and how they may have hurt you in that moment. Like you could be 100% honest and tell them like what you did. I know, I know it sounds crazy, right? But it's like you- Crazy. It just sounds a little weird coming from you, Lauren. It yeah, does, I, but I, I had to do on it one time. Go ahead. I one time. face was like, let me let you finish. Let me let you finish. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I had to do it one time. But like, I was expecting for this person to come back and say like they were sorry and they never did. And the crazy thing was, the hand that I thought would reach out to me to be the reconciliation concerning the, the issue was never their hand, but it ended up being someone else's hand, right? Like am I, I'm using a metaphor. It was someone else's hand that reached out to me that was like, hey, they need you. I don't know what's going on with this situation. They're not going to tell you. They're not going to tell you they need you, but they need you. And how we were saying like leaving the door cracked. And because uh, the door was about closed, I'm gonna be honest, it was because I don't, I don't, I don't leave the door open. I just, I don't like letting air out. You know, I like to keep the air. Here. But never mind. <laughs> don't, <laughs> but, I let my good air out. <laughs> right, I ain't trying to let the good air out. So, but I had the door cracked, and you know, when that hand reached out to me, I'm not gonna lie. There, the parts of me that still love them, you know, that still care for them did not want to see anything happen to them. Now I'm going to say that my response, you know, I, I believe that when I, when I did reach back out, I think that they thought that the response would still be the same in the way that it was before. And it has not still hasn't been. So I will say that it, it adjusted the relationship, but at least, you know, we we're able to get to a point where 
I, I'm going to be truthful because I'm just that type of person where if you're telling me something's going on wrong with you, that I actually feel like praying for you. <laughs> because there, I was so mad in that instance. I was like, whatever, sis, whatever happened, maybe it's karma, you know, but now I'm even, I'm to the place and I realize I thank God that, you know, it's healing for me, but I'm to the place now where I can actually pray for you, <laughs> you know, and really mean it when I say it, that, that I'm not generically just saying, God, you know, help her out, mm -hmm. you know, but that it's, it's really coming from my heart when I say, I want the best for you. You know, I want you to, I want you to get through, through this, mm -hmm. but I think I had to come to the realization that sometimes God uses other hands to reach out to you. And that is not the person that you think is going to reach out. Like the person that did the offense, it will sometimes never be them. And you have to be okay in overlooking the, that wrong. If you've decided, like to Ayana's point, if you decided that this is something, a path you want to go down, like a path that you want to like reconcile whatever has happened, or at least get to a, a amicable place, you have to be okay with overlooking some of those wrongs and overlooking the fact that they they are never going to apologize and just accept the fact that like, all right, God, you got me here for some kind of reason. And, you know, I'm going to do the best I can. Yeah, so. that was good. I ain't expected from you, but that was so good. It was so good. But basically what you're saying is it got to be led by the Holy Spirit. Right. And I think because I think I think led by the Holy Spirit, but you kind of got to let go of some of those ideas in your head of how you think the reconciliation should be or how it should look like. Because mm. in my mind, if that was me, I would have thought that person would have reached out to me even till today. Yeah. Sometimes I'd be looking for the apology. But and I, it's like it ain't going to ever happen. The part for me, though, is the like. <sighs> How do they not apologize? Have they helped? I mean, taking accountability for things, though, or so has there been no conversation at all? Um, and maybe it'll come later. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, because what yeah. she basically what she's saying is the door is still open. While she's sitting there talking about uh no uh, the door closed. No, that door, just that door. Yeah. <laughs> She yeah, said, don't nobody else got a door. Okay. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't, I promise you, that's not my, that's not my MO. I don't do that. I even tell people, I said, if this is the path you want to go down, I am like the person that forewarns people all the time. I'm like, look, if this is the path you want to go down, I just want to let you know, you about to get to the back of the line and you'll never find yourself wow. to the front. I tell people that all the time. That's literally, I've literally remember telling someone that verbatim. I said, you about to get to the back of the line and ain't no coming back to the front. I just don't do oh, that. Oh, and so she I'm said just that. The friendship is over. <laughs> he said, I'm just that person. But it takes a lot for me to Our get person. to that place. Huh, what you said, Denisa? I said, Lord said, choose ye this day. Bless <laughs> our curse. Oh, Lord. Listen. No, but it, it takes, I say all that to say, though, it takes, it takes me a lot to get to that place. Like, I'm not... I'm not the person that y'all know me. Like, I'm not the person that's going like, I'm not quick to get offense. I will find the funny and stuff. <laughs> Shade fix <your> face. <laughs> I will find, I think I'm more prone to find the funny in a situation than to be upset. But when I realize that you've done something, the I'm disrespect like, nah. factor. That's what yeah, disrespect I'm like, I can't do like, that. Can't do disrespect. Because I, I really do protect my peace. I'm like, I am such a person that I zen. 
you know, I love to have a good time. The people that are around me, you know, we always have, we laughing, we having a great time, but, and I can't afford to have someone taint that energy, you know, for what? No, I can't do that. So go ahead and get to the back of the line, (laughs) pull a ticket. (laughs) It is what it is. Anything else to add before we say bye-bye to our listeners? I just, I did want to have, I did want to add this one, one little nugget in the, in the spirit of, of transparency. We, everybody being truthful, I'm going to be truthful too. Okay. So there was this one situation where I had a friend who, who felt offended by something I had done. Right. And my initial response, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I was like, oh man, you'll get over it. You'll be okay. Like, you know what you done did to me. I ain't worried about it. I ain't this, I ain't that. But I, I, I had to realize she and I are two different people. So, and she was justified and she was offended as still for me to, even though I don't, you know, it ain't that deep to me, but because it is that deep to you, lower my pride and apologize. So if you are that person and someone has expressed it to you, even though to you, maybe it isn't that big of a deal, but it is to them. If they're your friend and you care about them, show that, show that honor, apologize and keep it moving and y'all going to, you know, move on to the next thing. So that's all. Amen. I definitely think that that's integral for bounce back. Apology. Apologize. Yeah, apologize. It, it reminds me of Bad Boys. Maybe it was Bad Boys too with Martin Lawrence. He was like, apologize to that man. Do y'all remember that scene? Maybe I remember that movie a little too well, but, but yeah. I love that movie, but I don't remember that. Y'all remember when Martin Lawrence was on his spiritual journey and he didn't want to hurt nobody or do that. That was on three. You confused me when you said two. It was on three. When he didn't want to shoot nobody, he didn't want to do no violence. Thought- he had dedicated himself to the Lord. Wait, so the one that just came out was that Bad Boys 4? It was three. That was the one that just came out. But the no, one I'm thinking about was with the Jamaican man, and that was Bad Boys. That was two. two. That yes, was two. It was that that was it was in that movie. Yeah, because was- three, remember, he was trying to retire and stuff. Yeah. Right. But- wasn't doing any evil. He wasn't shooting. He wasn't fighting. He wasn't doing any of that. Look at Lord. Well, he was he was on the same path in in two as well. Where he was he was starting the journey to say because okay. remember I he want... was tired. He was tired of running and jumping and all of that. He was like, Mm-mm, it's too much. <laughs> and remember, okay. So I'm sorry to my listeners. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry, y'all. But too. It's okay. It's it's hilarious because in the movie basically martin lawrence was like let's just talk to him can we just talk to him and oh then, and i remember man was shooting and uh will smith was like you want to talk to that that's yeah. what you want to talk to he don't talk you know da-da-da-da-da. and so martin lawrence ended up going in and i guess kicking the man or shooting the man and he had all this dust on him and he was like apologize to that man <laughs> apologize um all that to say sometimes the bounce back means an apology you know, just admit when you were wrong. Thank you, Teresa. Um, anything else? Well, hearts and minds are clear. Well, we we want to thank you guys for tuning in today. We hope we said a lot that there was something that was said that blessed you. If you are in the breakup phase of a friendship or if you are in a space where you're trying to bounce back, we are keeping you in our prayers to our listener who sent us this topic. We appreciate you. If there's something that you want to talk about and you're listening feel free to slide into our dms or you can send us a secret letter to save girl secrets at gmail.com make make i can't talk y'all what's wrong with my words today be sure you're following us on our social media platforms at save girl secrets on instagram and facebook at save girl secrets 
note us on Twitter. As always, we love you. Good God bless you. Love and peace, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.